Mommy? You're obviously confused and aroused. Hello, you're listening to The Slurmcast, a podcast for no raisin. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 3, Episode 5, The Bird Bot of Icecatraz, with your host, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Bill Squire. Thanks for being here, Bill. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Am I the first third-time guest? You are the first third-time yes. guest. And, we, and n- not just are we happy to have you, it's also kind of fun because there's people who are like, actively upset that they haven't been on twice and now you're like lapping them again nice that makes me even happier friend of the show yes that's i like that status and then someday horch will be dead and i'll slide into his spot right in there i mean he could just have an accident at work with that poison they use to kill things it's not harmful it could be any sort of thing it's um I, I'm actually impressed with the way that you managed the title of the episode because it's kind of a tongue twister. I don't know. I, I looked at the characters. And the you, rest, you translated them in your then, brain. But like, as you were saying that, I'm like, you almost fucked that up, but you didn't, and that's, that's nice. If I would have, uh, would you blame that it was a difficult title or just that I was reading something? Probably just you. I didn't even pay attention if you said it right, so. Well, that's, that's hurtful. <laughs> I don't. So much I don't bad start way. listening till I hear my name. That's when I start listening. <laughs> so uh, uh, someone knows how to do radio. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> a guy that uh, is on the air every day. I don't it, say a word till someone says my goddamn name. <laughs> if you need a fill-in, Tom's ready to go. Uh, do you have to come straight from here? From like uh, when you no, guys finish up? Or no, I went home and uh, was able to make dinner and then come over. Really? Did you guys stop we, at like seven? Right? Yeah, we get off at seven and then I live in lakewood so that's like a 20 minute drive yeah, and, i'm and then it's here i'm a very you. slow person yeah so <laughs> yeah. it's not good well i was really busy being laid off i have no excuse <laughs> hi brandy hi, pete's wife just walked by yes she's intruding she just came back from a birthday party for a restaurant she's probably a little tipsy a birthday party for a restaurant yeah oh. uh was this Episode like one you specifically picked, Bill, or was it well, just I was, random? I was just going to ask you that because I gave you those uh, four for like the next block or whatever. Uh, was there a reason you picked this one? Uh, it's one of the first episodes I remember watching because I, I watched it when it was on, but I could catch episodes here and there. Yeah. And then this is the one that I remember watching with my friend TJ, who uh, is in Cloud Nothings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, we watched That's my uh, ex's cousin. And uh, Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Weird. Uh, so we watched this and I, I just remember being like, oh yeah, I need to make this show a priority. Like I need so to this watch needs to it be appointment it's so television. Goddamn funny with all the, just like the, the don't let them pick your pocket, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I, I was just, I thought it was incredibly this, funny. This episode, uh, like the cleverness of, of the, the wording of the jokes isn't my favorite compared to some other episodes, but the episode itself is just and the topic and the the, sto- the way the story unfolds and like the fry being passed over for captain like there's so many yeah there's just silly that, things there's yeah. some world building in here that I liked um, after the jumbotron cartoon where it was a space monkey kissing a clown I just wanted to make note of that because it was another like um, look I thought it was kissing like a fishbowl or something well it was like, like a- it was like 
inside there was a the clown inside the fishbowl or something. It was one of those realistic looking cartoons, which is always more troubling than like Felix the cat or Bosco the racist, uh, whatever. Is it cat? Is Bosco a cat? I what well, we decided he was a dog. He's he more of a dog. He's like into um, a dog later. That Universal oh, okay. Warner Brothers dog, where like it's just it's supposed to be a person, but it kind of has a little little dot nose and it's just a dog. Yeah, it it was um, it, it that one kind of made me scared for the first time in a long time. It was yeah. called Bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah, it was one of those rotoscope cartoons. That's what, that's what I mean. Those yeah. are the scary ones, like the Ralph Bakshi. Uh, Man, I don't even think I. I Guess because when I watch it, it skips over the opening sequence. If, like if it's on a, a loop, yeah. it'll go through it. And it like we've had other people mention this, but this certainly happens to me. Like when the credits are rolling on Netflix, it's always really grainy and takes about twenty five seconds for everything to sharpen up. Yeah, that's true. For it to buffer all the way, yeah, mine does that too. Um, but and I just had to get the jumbotron thing in to piss Tom off. I uh, but it was um as the episode as a whole. You're I, mean. It was I know. I have I I have my ways. The um the world building of calling in like I mean we'll get to it later but like free waterfall senior. This is the where, second uh waterfall family where And I think I was on the episode. I I think I brought it up to you guys that this was a reoccurring character. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, see, I can't even remember our own episodes. <laughs> right, but I remember cuz I've only been on two, now three. So it's right. the one with the where they just the monkey up is Lila. That's the one you were on before, right? The- no, it's the, yes, yeah, the yeah. vegetarian, the Poplars episode. Okay. <clears throat> Wasn't there one in the Nixon episode, two, or uh, Mars University one? No, was- I think it was the Nixon one. Oh. Uh, there's one later, too, I know, but uh, the Poplars one. Poplars for sure. Yeah, that was the guy that kept saying shut up. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think. No, was, Bill wasn't on the pop. I, I know, but one, there but I think was I brought the other up. one. Was it oh, Brannigan were, Begin again? Was that it? Or that was just uh, the hillbilly? Uh, there was a hillbilly guy on that one. The the lawyer. The oh, you know lawyer. what? I'm I'm confused because I think the Infosphere said this was the second appearance of the Waterfall Family, but I think it's the third. I think they got it wrong because I feel Stupid like Stupid Infosphere. You were Maybe. on an episode that I like. I, this can't just be the second appearance of that family, right? Because we've talked about it so many times. I remember him bringing it up the one time. Yeah. So. yeah. So and maybe it wasn't on that episode. Maybe I just brought it up because I, I maybe we were talking about reoccurring gun. characters yeah. or something. I, oh, that could have been it. I, I I enjoyed it. And the fact that he was played by Phil Hendry too is like even better because you get that same voice actor doing the different generations and mm-hmm. equally crazy. But uh, I didn't realize that the Styropack cookies were <laughs> were a thing. Like I I, I think. Um, you might have posted a, a meme of this or something recently, Orchie, with the machine. Or I, I saw someone do it with, like, the cookie-splitting machine. It wasn't me. I think it was another. It's the cookie-making machine. Right. I didn't realize it was a cookie maker, so I thought he was putting it in and splitting it. I'm like, oh, ha-ha. And I didn't realize he was, like, taking individually wrapped pieces, squeezing them together, and then tearing them apart Tearing again. apart, licking off the frosting, <laughs> and then throwing the rest away. Oh, my God. And it sets up the episode, because this is a... Uh, environmentally conscious episode yeah and it sets up the episode perfectly in that they're being so wasteful and it's in such a funny futurama way where fry gets to do this and then like the bender hair uh, the antenna spray yeah aerosol (laughs) yeah aerosol aerosol head spray yeah i'm not even gonna say anything about how it's unrealistic that a spray would make a metal antenna floppy i'm not even gonna (laughs) do it but it's a uh 
the the environmentalism part, like Fry and, and Bender are just generally slobs. Like a, a few episodes ago, uh, the one with um, when Fry's girlfriend got on un, frozen and they showed the cryo lab after they've been working in it for a little bit. And it's just like filled with garbage and bottles and like shit on the floor. Like they're just generally wasteful and uh, bad hard on the environment people, I think. But, you know, it's funny. Back in the episode the with the garbage ball, um, Leela said that everything is recycled. So that's true. Yeah, it's a big contradiction. And it oh, was, so it's retcon. Perfect. Yeah. Who's bringing up the the? And they should be if now, they need Tom. to. They should be happy to make another garbage ball just in case the one they shot into space comes back. Well, maybe it's so the continuity is so good that they realize that they need to have garbage. Just in case. Oh, yeah. so now they've been oh, God. improved on that. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, maybe you know, off, they're not recycling know. everything and Fry is just a, uh, like, a, what? It's a good environmentalist. But also, if you are recycling everything, it's not like you have to sort it anymore because they probably have machines and robots yeah. that can do all that. So if they're just having garbage all over their uh, office, then they can clean that up and just put it into the, the recycling bin. Which is now just the you trash bin. But that wouldn't explain why Leela's concerned. You don't see a lot uh, of Roombas point, yeah. uh, around the Planet Express office or the future in general, which is sort of surprising. Well, you know, they got the cute little ones with the arms that sweep up the garbage into the, like in the, when they're at the, the Blurns ball, ball game. But that's, that's like at an outdoor stadium thing. I mean, you'd think they'd have those around their houses and stuff. Maybe they Especially do. You just don't need to see them sweeping the things up. There's a whole episode with a Roomba type. Um, Robot kind of, I don't know. It's the X1 robot. Yeah, I remember. It's sort of related to that. Right. I don't know. I'll take You'll your word for it. it. I imagine we'll get there eventually. But did you notice that the professor actually invented the finger longer? Because no. he was using it to point out on the map for the... Uh, the uh, oh, instead of the, that's what would have happened if I had invented the... That's really funny. Well, wait, I didn't then, that. then does that... <sighs> that means there was an episode where he... Asked the what the what if machine what, what would happen, happen and then he went ahead and did it and then when we talked about that episode you guys swore up and down that I was being an asshole for saying this Him stuff doesn't make any sense. the machine is something that happened in reality. Everything that happened on the machine was, was showing what, what was would happen yeah. if it became a reality that he invented the thing longer. Yeah. So he made the thing longer, and thus all of those things that the machine showed should I, have in fact come else true. Ex- explain that in a simpler way, like. It's a cartoon. No, but even but all I was pointing out is actually he has a finger. I know, which which I just I want you to get this. I want you to get this. So the professor watch asked the what if machine in reality what would happen if I invented this thing longer? It shows him. Yeah. Then later he invents it, which means has it, which means all that other stuff is going to happen. No, how. There's a possibility that it could happen. Why? Why is Remember, why? we discussed why? alternate universes and parallel universes in that. No, whole no, thing. no. Wait, wait. Why? why all would that of, make all of a sudden, everybody's a like theoretical physicist. No, it's I'm really saying, simple. No, it's not. You have a machine that is answering the question, "What if?" What does him making the finger longer later have to do with the machine? No, he's saying that if he invented the thing, finger longer, it should. Oh. Make oh, that's a whole other level happen. I wasn't even... Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. saying that... So he's going to that... So yeah. if, if so he does that, saying. then it has to happen right. if the machine's correct. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Damn. What if Why machine... didn't you explain it to me in a simple way so I would know what's going on? <laughs> I was trying, the God what damn if it. machine should have predicted all those things to actually happen, but... 
or they're going to happen now that he has done it. So Very he was going to get green stripes on her boots, and everyone's going to get murdered. Ooh, and they have announced that they're going to come up with a game, so maybe that'll be the storyline of the games. Oh. And then it will all tie it up. That'd be a good tie it up for the game. Do you, yeah. do you think... I mean, she had the element of surprise in that, that little vignette, but do you think... Who, who would survive and who would get killed in one-on-one hand-to-hand combat with Leela? But she's the most dominant one. She would kill them all. Yep. In hand-to-hand combat, what if you could have accessories or weapons? Still Leela. She's just... Uh, she's the best uh, you know. warrior. She's the best fighter of all of them. Okay. And Bender's too lazy to be concerned with it. That's true. She could just throw him into a garbage disposal and be done with it. Pretty much. All Shoot right. him with a broken microwave? Yes. <laughs> throw a... Throw a uh, I'll, I'll bring that up later. Push I, him into the can opener, the, the industrial-sized can opener. The magnet that doesn't do what magnets do to him? Yeah, we get it. I have a note about that later in this episode, I think. It's, it's jogging up my brain. Well, I can't wait. I'm sure whatever it is, I'll um, talk down to you, and then you'll be right at the end of it. Uh... We have another reference to the existence of other dark matter besides Nibbler's shit, where there is the Colombian dark matter that was invented by Juan Valdez. So it wasn't necessarily invented by Juan Valdez. He didn't say that, right? I thought he discovered it or invented it. That's why the I, tanker I was named after him. I know the tanker was named after him. I don't remember. Does anybody? I'll take your word for it, whatever, because I really don't. Yeah. Do you remember Juan Valdez? Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. The coffee guy. It was yeah. a, and it, and it was also a reference to the Exxon. The Exxon Valdez, yeah. right? With, with six six thousand holes. If only they had built it with six thousand and one. Then will they learn? Beautiful. I I like that it was. The professor's only comment was just that it was extremely controversial. And then they're like, why is it controversial? He's like, what are you talking about? He goes, it's extremely controversial and goes on again. Like, that was beautiful. The, the professor, I think he plays on his, his seeming senility. Like, I don't, I don't think all of his, um, his not getting at moments are actually true. And he just does that to keep people off guard. Yeah, because that's how he takes advantage. And he realizes people, that's why he likes being old so much, because he can just do what he wants. He doesn't have to explain himself anymore. Are you looking forward to getting that old? 150, 160 years old? Absolutely. Or, <laughs> or we'll even say just the, the current day equivalent, like when you get into your 80s and can just kind of fuck it. And... I See, I already kind of live my life pretty much to that degree where I don't feel like I have to hold back all that often. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, you have comedian privilege. I mean, he came over here not even wearing pants. Well, so. this, is a, this is a pants-optional house. Uh, just because you guys don't take advantage of that doesn't mean that you shouldn't expect other people to. My legs are cold. Uh, that's, we have to turn the heater off because of the blower. It gets on the mic. Just I put your like legs next to mine. They'll get sweaty. <laughs> even, even those professor lines and kind of... Uh, just like This episode isn't like a, <clears throat> like a, a great line... Uh, heavy favorite you don't think me. so no like it's Zoyberg. entirely leak proof unlike the professor <laughs> there's no there's some uh one of my favorites was it, it, and i almost missed it was uh when they're loading the ship or fry just comes out of the ship he's like all right the ship's loaded up with emergency jam like just you know like yeah. a quick little yeah. but like okay zoidberg had a lot of lines in this episode and they're very zoidbergish very much in character and they're 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 funny they're cute order but it wasn't like i i don't know the Highest level of like Zoidberg lines. Like, he what are you yapping about? Him. Very uh, tied into the whole storyline. Yeah, his, uh, because the story was really the good. Yeah. Like this episode, and and such a great thing about Futurama is 
It's like, all right, well, here's um, this story about an oil spill, but it's going to be on Pluto. It's going to be this. There's going to be penguins, and we're going to, you know, it's like being able to do that, and it's just really well-written, like, fun. And I love this episode. Yeah, the, everything with uh, what happens, and then, you Lila know. leaving Planet Express to be a protester, uh, Fry being excited about possibly being the captain, and, and, not. Then, <laughs> and then Professor doing the awesome 180 of uh, the captain... What, what like what makes a good captain is intuition and uh, what was the other thing they said? Oh, shit, um, and heart, and heart, yeah. or, and not having them. Or yeah, whatever. I was like, and a good captain can't have either of those yeah. things. That's why cold, cold logical bender is perfect for the job. For it. But then also like uh, the whole penguin thing. Whenever I think of this episode, to me the whole episode is is bender, and it, it feels like that episode where Bender's in space, and that feels like that whole episode like is floating like floating through. Yeah, space. yeah, yeah. That feels like the whole episode, and it's like, oh, that's like four minutes of it. It still is, the to me, the main part of the episode when I think about it, but there's so much going on in this whole, you know, everything yeah, with the storyline. Yeah, they got three pretty significant storylines, but Bender seems to dominate. And there's like no A-B story. It's kind of, they're all just twisted the whole time. Yeah, it's really and good. One of the things I do love is when Bender gets named the captain, he acts like he doesn't care, but then immediately gets into character. Oh, yeah. And also... He's got this overwhelming need to kind of tie things back to a time where he wasn't around, where he's like, we leave at six bells, and he takes out a bell and rings it really like, <laughs> like, yeah. like he gets into nautical speech, which they, they don't talk like that. Do you uh, think that as, was programmed into him, like deep code or something, or an optional module he could activate? I see, like, when it comes to his obsession with, like, folk singing and just human culture where he wants to destroy all humans, but I think... That's because he innately really loves humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like he's got this weird appreciation for all that stuff, and he's able to absorb all this information incredibly quick because he reads the whole manual to be a captain in uh, a matter of seconds. Like anytime there's a thing where he takes on a new persona, like when he's the king and the superhero yeah. one or something, like he's all yeah. into it, and he likes anything that is not just from you know Fry's time, but any time before too. Like he what? likes he likes doing things that make him. Uh, when I he's the Egyptian, yeah. uh, but he whatever. also has the king switch inside, and then he might oh, yeah, have I inside forgot. his magical chess caddy. There might be like a ship captain one. Right? Yeah, I'm sure he has a you, you know uh, programs that he kind of like with the penguin thing. Well, That's the what penguin or the later. human it's thing. Like, yeah, he, he, but it happens on accident, and he goes into he reboots and has mode. that mode. Um, it it was uh, <laughs> was. <laughs> The the way that the ca- uh, the professor did it there, he's like, or should I say Captain Fry? No, I, I shouldn't. shouldn't. <laughs> and, and it was just, it, like, the, the fake-outs were great. And the insistence that Fry needed to have a nickname as the first, uh, first mate. Oh, yeah, Wiggles. Wiggles. And that he hated it. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but he should have just kind of sucked it up and, and went. And it's actually still a promotion from... For Fry, because he was just delivery boy, right? And now he's first mate, and he doesn't even appreciate because he wanted to be captain yeah. so bad. Was there even a first mate? And he didn't no, get to wear the captain's jacket. It was just Leela yeah. and the Leela's crew. Jacket, yeah. <laughs> well, this is my jacket. I've had it for ten years. <laughs> well, the the fact that uh, that Fry draws comic books about the Planet Express <laughs> and like Zoidberg's all in. He's just oh, Ooh, this is a new episode. Was, yeah. I just like how excited he was that, and then you imagine that Fry is, you know, writing these Fry Leela centric comics, you know, that, probably well, one like page his, and poorly drawn, you know, like those are like his fan fiction rule yeah. thirty four versions mm-hmm. that get a little, a little saucy, okay. yeah. And then when uh, Leela meets up with the protesters and they're trying to 
do a peaceful protest where they're they're stopping the Planet Express ship <laughs> as they're hooking up to the uh, the was tanker. It, is it a peace ring? Yeah, a peace <laughs> ring around it, and then they just lift off. Another great fake out in this episode where they just lift off and then fly over them. And they're like, oh, it was a great fake out, and it was really. I think satisfying for a lot of sci-fi fans who every time there's like a space battle, you know, it's like, Oh, here's the Federation ships and the Klingons or whatever. And you're like, well, just, just go up and around her. Or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you can't block, you know, do you think that was, that was the point or was it more like sort of poking fun at hippie protesters who do ineffectual I think it can be protesting. I think it can be. You think it hits both levels? I do. I think the whole episode was like that, and especially like not to jump too much to the end, or I don't even care, whatever. Uh, The whole with the population control thing at the end, like this episode really kind of took like a cold, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, larger uh, zoned out view of environmentalism because it oh, it's kind like of piss out of everything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, well, and from them going to being conservationist to. Hunters. Not zoomed out, not zoomed out. Yeah, they they definitely go do a nice uh, another fake out, another one eighty, yeah. where it's like, oh, we have to protect the birds by murdering them. Yeah, but uh, it's true. There's a lot of you know, yeah. I mean that into just environmentalism and uh, everything, all kinds of social issues. Like sometimes you have to do these terrible things for you know, whatever. Like well, look. and and that gets. I mean, it, it's before all of the social media activism and everything, but it's like that's the part that. It just, I mean, you see everything as being so polarized. It's like people forget that there's this thing called compromise mm-hmm. that yeah. makes the world go round. And it's like there are clearly evil things or bad things, but good, you know, clearly good things. But most of the time, it's a mixture altogether. And it's also a nice uh, reminder that activism, uh, activists were annoying even before the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they, <laughs> yeah. Even before they uh, were just spamming your uh, feed on Twitter and Facebook, you, you still were like, I get what you're trying to do. I just don't just chill out about it a little bit. Yeah. And, and one of my favorite parts uh, where that's very prevalent is when they're feeding the baby penguins with the puppet yeah. and they're using <laughs> like this real crappy puppet. And then the guy's fingers just poke out and then the b- birds start tearing his fingers apart and he's like screaming in pain. And because Leela's so dialed into the animals, she's like, this is so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this guy is getting He's he's being maimed and he can't he he's in so much pain and that's how a lot of environment environmentalists and activists are where they're like oh we have to protect the uh, animals humans yeah and it yeah. it just uh it it just saw something come through the feed the other day there's some group that you know it's it's politically charged stuff and they're they're trying to actually like create rallies or you know call people to action and they're just like okay everybody cool it with the memes and the links because it's too much noise in the feed and people can't pay attention it's just like it it is the microcosm of it where anytime you hit there's like a saturation point where the more people get added into it it just automatically turns to shit like it it's like we won't name any names of pages the more people get in that get involved in the conflict or their no, comment just, on the conflict yeah or, it's like, i mean it goes back to the thing about um oh god damn it just the the uh the compromise thing it's like by default as more people with more opinions become a part of anything it is no longer going to remain pure in purpose because it's going to have to bend and bend and bend until it just fractures and it's like i 
You want C minus level corruption? Yeah, I mean we're 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 like A plus plus AP credit corruption right now, and that's what gets me down. Well, it's funny the watching this episode and being everyone here being around the same age where we remember the pre-internet world or that the way the internet is now and and the actual pre pre like actual no internet world uh and this episode being very timely for everything that's going on you know environmental wise and then just you know uh, protester wise and all that uh but like thinking back to being somebody watching this episode when it came out when is there like 2001 tom correct 2001 tom that's the year uh <laughs> where like i remember you know very being somebody and i I'm, i still am to this person you know, for the most part but like just uh, somebody on my couch watching like whatever protest thing is going yeah. to be like like regardless of what I thought about the uh, the issue and what side I was on, you still you look at protesters or you look at um, activists and go like oh you know settle down. But I mean I, now I realize as much as I still there's like a instinctual feeling to do that. Like I I mean I do understand like well you know you have to have that uh, because somebody has to push. A little too much, you know. I mean, some that uh, Chappelle, that first uh, uh, the, of special? Special, the first collection or whatever, he's you know, he says that makes that joke and he's like, take it from a black guy, slow down, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, that's true too, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, well, it's I mean, it, it's, it's not like there's an answer for any, I'm just saying, you know, like, for everybody. I mean, I'm saying when, when I, I see like, like, oh, I have to remember, well, you know, it's good that somebody's out there doing that because, you know. Because I'm not going to, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you have to have somebody pushing way the fuck far out to get the middle to move closer to where it needs to be. That's, right. Yeah, that's. I think that's just. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, you need the outliers. You need those. Uh, the, the trailblazers. That that you can go. They look crazy, but let's distill out the core of their idea. Right, and and a lot of times you'll have those guys that are those trailblazers that are willing to push for that, but then you'll get the. People that just want to attach themselves to that. Oh yeah, movement. that's oh, when, yeah. and that's when it starts getting like, well, this person did it for pure reasons. You're doing it because you just want to argue, or you just want to be, you just need to feel important. I know a lot, a lot of, of times that, like that's that, what you that, see that, in the in the media. That's that's the impression you get from like, they, oh yeah, you know, they something. attach themselves to causes to feel like. I, I know a couple people. You know a ton that, of people like that. Well, no, no, so, no. But there's there's a couple people in particular that like seem to their entire reason for being is attaching themselves to tragedies or things that like literally have nothing to do with them. And it makes them feel important to be like out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, Hey, Hey, white lady, it's great that you feel that outraged, but it's, you but know. you lost the election. Go home, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not her specifically. Oh, okay. I, not I, her. I, okay. Yeah. No, she's our guest. No, and, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, Oh, I was thinking a little more closer to home. Just, yeah, anyway, I can think of boy. some people around here too that I can. Uh, I, I'm one of them. Like, just so I don't sound like a hypocrite. Anybody like listening to this is like, well, what the fuck is Horgy talking about? Uh, Horgy's talking about installing. I do that Uber too, but at the same time, I, he's yeah, too drunk at the casino. This, at the same time, I um, I I'm a lift? kind of uh, well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the wait was too long, yeah, Bill. It, ah, uh, did I say that last week? Or did I go through the? Yeah, all right. It's um, a callback. Uh, the. Uh, I, but I do that with everything, like you know, just like a like not a, not a sponge, but something that picks up crap as it like rolls down. The, I don't know, like a snowball, a or whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then eats it uh, and doesn't learn his lesson. But no, I do that. I mean, anything that I see, I'm like, oh, I have to comment on this, and then uh, this is the biggest, most important thing going on right now. So I mean, just for you know, to to you guys here, and then anybody listening that's like, fucking, you do that all the time. I, I do. 
you know, yeah, what, like whatever somebody's got whatever celebrity content. dies tomorrow or whatever, like um, it's thing the that the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah it should, I, I mean, well, it's the Coney twenty twelve thing where the, I remember how viral that went and everybody's like that. That was the benchmark for the armchair social media activism yeah. where nobody really did anything and then it all fell apart. That guy that started the whole thing went crazy, got a ton of brought a ton of uh, awareness to it, but then what happened? Nothing. Right. He he started jacking off in San Diego or something. <laughs> That's and so like that was good. Like he did something that was new. Like he he got people rallied behind a cause without any idea of how to actually yeah. make it a thing. It's the lack of follow through that makes it so unsatisfying. Well, Where, that, and but that's also why things move at such a slow pace because you you had the people that introduce the idea and then you slowly bring it into a society because a person is smart people are dumb and you bring stuff in too fast that's people a, lose oh their mind god did you come up with that or did you steal that, that from men in black is it is <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking brilliant who who oh tommy lee jones that's that's fan, he, i bet he took it from no Michael. it's true and you know i'm, I'm also really guilty of uh uh it's social media outrage and then the um like, were you more upset that Chuck Berry died or more upset that he peed on a bunch of ladies and, and secretly videotaped <laughs> um, them in his bathroom? That one I stayed out of. Like, I'm not, I don't have a strong for, for feeling all the times the I, other. I also didn't act like I didn't already know that. Like, that's yeah. like the thing is like, people are like, oh, I didn't Woo! know this thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, he, he, he was a great guitarist and he was also a pervert. Like, there, you can be two things. Yeah. Most musicians are. Yeah. Like, we're, we're very used to this. Uh, in the John new- Denver, uh, sweet fuck Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Are we still allowed to like the Cosby Show? You're allowed to like the show. Okay. I'm t- you know. Well, I that's. Mean, I mean, it's, and har- that's- it's a little harder to, but I mean, you can't not watch it and not go. This is. I mean, it- you could say that. Oh God, we have gotten so far off the fucking track. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, I, but it's it's like really anyone. I mean, everyone is flawed, so anyone famous is just a magnifying glass. And I think if you're given a a lack of internal control, so to speak, or entitlement, and the means to do it, you wind up just fucking following it. You're it if you don't have any sort of grounding. I mean, like you said, most musicians are messed up, but so are most comedians. Certainly all politicians are. Athletes, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, whatever. People, most people yeah, are just that. Yeah. And so when you're living your life under a microscope, when you have the means to do it, which is what happens when you are a And no one tells you no. And you can't, yeah, people don't. Or, or the people cover for you, yeah, and uh, or look the other way. That's when you get into that situation where uh, you're Cosby and you can do all the stuff that he did, and Oof. or you know you're Chuck Berry and you you're getting <laughs> on ladies and and filming their shits like that's it's you, people. But now we're just getting into a time where you have to be incredibly accountable for that and really uh, transparent with. Whatever kind of creep you are. Yeah, but and and I guess the thing that's more shocking about it is the ones who don't course correct, knowing like Anthony Weiner, mm-hmm. like that's it was just like three times he yeah. got, and it's like what what is it about this that is getting you off? Is it getting caught and going viral, or is it just you know sneaking around on your wife? If, like what's the deal? What, anybody's uh, I don't want to use the word perversion because like some people have things that aren't as uh 
uh, don't have as many negative connotations like uh, whatever their indulgences. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, that's fetishes. A good one. Yeah, fetishes. Um, I like you can't. I mean, why why does he keep doing that? Well, that's his fetish. You know what I mean? Like you can't. I mean, you don't know. I mean, you know, it's like if somebody was like, uh, you know, why do you keep um doing this or whatever? But it's more acceptable. It's like, well, because I am. You know, I mean, even if it's I I don't know. Because then I guess it's, if it's not. As, as I mean, negative, personally, like, I like to rub permafrost on my junk because that's <laughs> nature's long johns. Uh, I prefer nature's pocket. <laughs> nature, just put, don't let anybody pick your pocket. Put my my nature's long johns in my in my nature's pocket. I I that's think. A, uh, uh, a quote that like anybody ever says that they're cold. I always am like, "Well, put your hands in your buttocks." <laughs> it's nature's pocket. I I think that that even that line like picks uh, picks apart some of the hippie stuff. Not even, just and the environmentalist stuff, all of it. It's like and, and don't don't clap because you're killing spores. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah. And don't kick their butts because the uh, people's butts are living things too. It's like it's some point you've give them old friendly thumbs up. Yeah. Hold your thumbs till the end of the speech. <laughs> Is um. But like, like my wife has gone through like seventeen deodorants because she's like, "Well, I'm gonna get the aluminum is gonna give me Alzheimer's, and maybe it will in like sixty years. Mm-hmm. We maybe we know, maybe we don't, whatever." But then she's like, "I'm gonna try this natural one. Oh, I still stink. I'm gonna try this natural one. It gives me a rash. I'm gonna try this natural." Like, if people come up you to your wife to and start smelling her on the street, it's gonna be your fault now. You know what? Well, that's they, his fetish. Apparently, or her some people fault. do that already. Yeah. Every but time she changes deodorant. A thousand bees dies. I know. So tell her I that. know. It's it's horrible. And she has she wants to have like a bee house and a bat house out in our backyard, and then she's still in there. Like you just have to pick <sighs> or a bee house with bats in it when the the bats, <laughs> yeah. the bats chew bees at you. That that is the prelude to my favorite <laughs> Simpsons line of all time is. The bees are on the what now? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that is like that's why I'm in charge of watching the bee. Oh, no wonder Smithers made me the head bee guy. <laughs> right. It's it's like the that whole thing of like are they are they doing something that they being a theoretical other uh, you know, a theoretical other environmentalist or whatever cause person is like doing something because it's the right thing or are they doing it to just be contrarian about stuff and create it. I mean, you know, like the go-to thing or is always aggrandizement. So, like, like vegans are just such an easy target for that kind of thing. Do, like, I mean, vegans like drummers have a million jokes about them because it's it's kind of stereotypically true. Like, you know how how do you know someone's a vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you about it. You know, right? And uh, you know that kind of stuff. Like, it, it's just uh, now. Wait, anybody here a vegan? Of course not. No. Okay, I figured. Because no one ever told me, but right, we never talked about it either. I, I have one friend who is. I do do CrossFit though, and does not does not bring <laughs> there it up. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a similar thing, right? Yeah, and it and it's just I get it to a point. Like it's great that you're being healthy, but you but I I, I think in general, just people who proselytize about anything, whether it's veganism or drumming or CrossFit or religion or whatever, like that just turns me off so quickly. Because their big ugly face is as dumb as a butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's what Futurama does such a good job of is exposing both sides of that. And that and you have the uh, the professor who is all about the profit, mm-hmm. Leela, whose intentions are are good, working with people whose intentions are supposed to be pure, but they're really not even that excited about everything that they're doing until they get to kill things. 
to preserve things. Do you and then think it's, that's it's, true, I, though? Are, are those people perhaps the most pure of intention where Lila is holding on this hardline, inflexible thing? Yeah, I think, I think their intentions are more pure than Lila's because Lila wouldn't have any problem going to fight other sentient beings like her mm-hmm. because she, she's always very violent. But when it comes to animals... Wouldn't you be if like, you grew up an yeah, orphan? It's kind of like yeah, the way that um, the way we were talking about the outrage over... Uh, this um, famous person you admire did this, or, uh, and uh, like if if uh, somebody I don't like, some famous person I don't like, does something, I'm you know so quick to be like, oh, th- what, look, look what they did. And then as soon as somebody's like, well, you know, John Lennon beat his wife, I'm like, I I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What was? It? Have, have you heard the White Album? Well, have you like, heard I, her sing? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't really uh, get to all that upset about it. But like that's you know I even though. Like I try to be, you know, conscious that I, I absolutely ignore like when it's somebody I. You I, know. I was talking to my girlfriend about this where uh, she was going on about Ariana Grande. She's like, she looked the donuts, and she's just who like, this Ariana Grande, who's like a pop singer, not a drink at Starbucks. No. Okay. No. Uh, wow, that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sucking all the air out of the room. So. He's right to have his arms crossed. I, I know. That way. I know. I'm but, old. But I can do that. She's like, yeah, I don't like the way she's like such a diva. Like she hasn't earned it. I'm like, no one, no one, no one earns that right to treat people like shit. No. Like you're just kind of a shitty person. And so like there's no, there's no like album sales. Like once you reach this point, you get to be shitty yeah. to everybody. You just go, oh, so because you can, you can be, you can sell a lot of albums and still be nice to people that work for you. Right, like that, you're allowed yeah. to do that. But but if there was a continuum, you, you like one of those thermometers yeah. of album sales on the wall. Like you, what like what levels chart. would there be? It'd be like Scott Stapp, Vince Neil. Uh, well, she was Candlebox. Uh, she yeah, she was comparing her to uh, Mariah Carey. She's like Mariah oh. Carey. I'm like I'm like yeah, but nobody likes Mariah Carey either. Like, no, everybody gets mad at her for being a bitch because then she keeps acting like she's still this amazing thing and she's you know 15 20 years past her prime so then everybody like gets all on her for that and it's like that's what i like that's why i don't need to know too much about yeah my heroes because then they i i stop liking them yeah. as much the more you yeah, yeah the, like yeah, no yeah. matter who they become is. less of a of a character and more of a person You're yeah. like, no i don't want him to be a person i want him to be just this album you know or like do you want like people are like oh i'd love to hang out with whoever like uh Eddie Vedder, like say that, like that's your mm-hmm. your guy. Like I love Pearl Jam. I want to hang out with Eddie Vedder. I don't. I can just listen to his songs. That's what I want. I don't want to hang out with him or like Bill Murray. Yeah, I, I don't want to Bill find Murray. out that he like chews loud or something and be like, right. <sighs> or like, like yells at the TV when you're watching Walking Dead. Like yeah. he's <laughs> like don't go in there kind of guy. Like, have have okay. So hey, what happened to your Walking Dead podcast? Uh, the guy that I do do it with got a job, so he had to stop doing it. Oh, that's well. I, I was I was tired and like I I, I was always busy, and so I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. But then he got a job uh, that he can't actually reveal yet. Oh, okay. So uh, cool. it's a, wait, it's that's a, a that's a good thing, right? Oh, it's a really okay, good awesome. thing. Yeah, it's cool. working for the he's Russians. Got, he's got him <laughs> in the to, State Department. He's moving to Atlanta. So. He's going to be a zombie on Walking Dead. I asked him if that <laughs> was it, and he said that's not it. But he's. <laughs> But it's a, it's a. He's gonna be a zombie cool on that Donald Glover show. <laughs> that's what they're doing next. Season. Have you so on uh, along those lines? Like I definitely 
made more of an effort to do that kind of thing when I was younger. Like when, when I was in college, um, the, the main like 1500 person venue in Columbus was the Newport. And I lived on high street, like two blocks away. So if there was a show, you'd go down and see the show. The tour bus is always parked out back and you could just go out and kind of wait for them to do the thing and just like wait for people to come out or whatever. So I definitely do that. Number one, yeah, and I super did convenient. Yeah. But like, I, I feel less inclined to do so now, but at the same time, um, I've actually met in some cases like played with or played bills with like musical heroes, like people that are just like, these are the fucking guys that blow my goddamn mind. And I've, I've met a lot of them. And mostly they've been pretty cool. It's not like I don't want to, you know, go hang out at the hotel with them or whatever while they get baked and eat pizza just because it's not like that's not a great story necessarily. And it probably wouldn't be all that fun. But um, I I don't feel an urge to do it. But when it happens and it is organic, organic and and pleasant, like that's a that's a really cool thing to have happen. And, and that's one thing's like doing stand up. I've gotten to hang out with and be around a lot of comics that I really respect and I listen to a ton and, and, you know, even go get meals and, and yeah. pick their brain and stuff like that. But I'm also not going to be the guy that's like getting their number and be like, Oh, remember like, Hey, it's Bill. What's going on? Time. Yeah. Like, and cause I, I don't want to, uh, overstep either. So it's, you know, there's a balance to it. Like, I, I'm not saying you can't ever meet someone that, or get to know something about people that you, uh, admire, but, uh, it's not, it's not a priority as much as it was like when you're younger. Yeah. Because there's one aspect you're trying to see what makes them tick and learn how to like apply that to your own life and in your own art. And then you also uh, realize there's a part of you doing that just so that you can uh, fit into the scene and know more about someone than anyone else and, and have show a story. you know show yeah. the selfie in the picture. It's, it's kind of like, like if you have a favorite movie. Like you want to be friends with that movie, you really don't want to be friends with the person that made it. Like that's that's well, it's it's a part of that, internet culture. I mean, that, you do um, you you want to. That's how you feel. But like, I'll, like my, I, my favorite movie is Chinatown, so I kind of want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I, get, um, <laughs> I want to be best friends with Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, there's another person with sort of a, a checkered Statue past. Of limitations is almost <laughs> uh, so like. like I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you'd be comfortable answering. Anybody want to be any? I'm okay. Any huge disappointments on that regard? Like, is there anybody that was such a dick you don't even have a problem calling out and saying, I met or worked with this person and fuck them? Or anybody who was surprising in how nice and generous they were? Like, to, to a point where it was just like overly amazed at. at uh, it's more the, the generosity. Yeah. Where people that just like remember you or remember coming through. That that happens more often. Like Dave uh, Dave Attell is the one that comes to mind. Where mm-hmm. Dave Attell could have said zero to me, and I would have been just fine with that. But the guy was more. The few times he's come through here, he's been incredibly uh, accommodating and friendly, and and you know willing to just kind of sit around and shoot the shit with me. And uh, it, yeah, so I heard that from good. other comics too. That like in general, he's just a really open and nice. Yeah, I saw him on mushrooms at the Lakewood Civic Auditorium like 15 years ago. He was so on it, mushrooms. I feel like I were. met him. I was. <laughs> or maybe you both were. Hey, I don't know. It's it's um, 
Oh shit. See, I had an I had another side to that. There was the people that were surprising or not. But then um Oh, the, it's what you were saying about wanting to be like best friends with a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Like it did you ever spend any time on like message boards uh, like pre Facebook for for like oh, yeah. for bands or movies or whatever, like the band Homegrown out of Southern California, I would go to their uh message board basically on a daily basis when I was like junior senior in high school and we talk about all the like pop punk mm-hmm. bands in that area when they're going to go on tour who's going to make it on warp tour that year what you know made this band that sounds exactly like this band better than the other one and and it i got homegrown's autograph one time at warp tour almost oh. without fail though it becomes this like pissing contest with the people on the like Someone knows more. Someone has more bootlegs. So, like, it's it's this kind and like that kind of stuff. Just, I mean, like it's exhausting. Yeah, I used to I used to try and participate in it, and then it's just like I don't like I can't focus all this. And I actually just joined a group for another band that I really like. It was like a Facebook thing, and the volume of posts that come through that thing, and like the these are like fifty year old people that are just like. Here's my 17 bootlegs and the the live concerts from all these things. I'm like, dude, I like I can't even have enough time to listen to one of their records all the way through. Like, how are you consuming this much media to the point that you can have an actual opinion about it? It 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 just freaks me out. And that's one of the things that you kind of have to grapple with when you are. Do you want to create content or do you want to consume content? Right. And if you're gonna, you got to have a balance because you, if you just are constantly creating, you're going to, the well's going to run dry. And if you're just consuming, you're going to become one of those people that is just insufferable because you, you can only reference. Yeah. Yeah. That, and you, and you act like, you know, so, yeah. so much. It's, um, I, uh, one time speaking of meeting celebrities, met Chili Willie, the penguin. And he was on the sign when they were landing. He was frozen through and through. <laughs> Did you, so you notice the sign? I saw the sign. Yeah, it was cold. Chili Willie. It's it's uh there was some stuff on the on the on the ship still with uh with the crew, the revised crew with Bender as a captain. So the captain's table was the repurposed ping pong table, which made me wonder like, was there no captain's table when Leela was the captain? Like is that just this this anachronism that Bender demanded to have once he activated his his captain's chip? Well, some episodes they had like food, like they would eat on the right. ship. Like the Poplars episode, the uh, when they go underwater, popcorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They 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 have to have some food, so it's just not as big of an ordeal. And because once Bender becomes the captain, I think it's like he's going to be a more traditional captain. I like. Did you already say? I did you say the ping pong table when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then like you, I would assume that everyone at this table has seen Cabin Boy. Yeah. So a like long time. Zoidberg almost reminds me of Andy Richter's like. Kenny, the the like the sort of slow, just general servant on the thing, like he's just standing around, like, okay, what do you need me to do? And then just like sucking the spaghetti off the floor and stuff. Like, I love how Zoidberg was so uh, just immediately latching on to whoever was in charge, and just you know that was. It's got it only has two footprints on it, three <laughs> that just goes to town. But that made me think, like later on in the episode when they're having the culling problem, like. You know Zoidberg's eaten some penguins, right? Actually, you know, like that's funny. Uh, you mentioned that um, in the episode. I think it's the popular popular episodes. He uh, 
says they're they're more delicious than unguarded uh, penguin eggs or a nest of unguarded. Yeah, hey, Tom, yeah, did I get that so right? Like, I know you wrote that down too. Uh, yeah, it's from the popular episode. And then you also have the fact that Bender crashes the ship or uh, breaches the hull, spills oil all over the place or dark matter, dark matter. Or, and then gets sentenced within moments. <laughs> gets five hours <laughs> community, community service. service. Yeah, that was. Despite being a decorated captain with his medals that were uh, bottle caps yeah. and pepperoni, that was another mislead too. The his the hyper chicken lawyer. Uh, that was that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. news. The, fa- my favorite part is the news story, and they add the sound effects to uh, lighten oh, the that's tragedy. Why, thank you. That's right. I, 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 yeah. I wrote down sound effect, and I'm like, oh, they, you know. Yeah. Uh, how long does it take Bender to get a rust beard when he stops drinking? I uh, I don't know. It's pretty quick because I mean it's. About as long as it would take a alcoholic to get drunk. How long was that um, flight? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm wondering because, well, from, from going from Earth to Pluto shouldn't take all oh, that you're long. Right, yeah. And before, like the only time they've rest, referenced the rust beard before was when he quit drinking altogether. But then I thought he could like I maintain thought, it with mineral up, oil. Uh, more, no, it was when he, when him concerned. and Fry were roommates. Yeah, so that's when he got the rust beard the first time. Because when he was just drinking mineral oil, he he still functioned. Still function, yeah. yeah. I think I asked a bunch of well, they about they that made a reference, then. and I know this is uh, you would probably think of this as a cop out, but the other episode uh, a few ago where uh, Fry said like you're you've had too much alcohol or not enough i can never remember how it works with you <laughs> yeah. but and, and the news story the headline was tanked and like that was i, I had to be referencing back against the actual exxon valdez because the driver or the pilot of that ship or the captain i guess was wasted and that's why they wrecked in alaska like like i it in fact was actually referencing the titanic was I don't think that no, the, no, I'm kidding. No, it's, it's I, the I, yes. The that, Exxon that, there goes Tom well, kidding in, around again. In nineteen Exxon Valdez, not Valdez. Yes, it's Valdez. Was, it's it's spelled V A L D E Z. So right. pick and pick a long or a short. Well, I'm just going by how everybody pronounced it when it was happening. Like, okay, I mean it's fine. Whatever. I don't. Who cares? I just want you to be wrong. <laughs> Exxon Valdez that they make fun of on Futurama. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but like if you were the if you were the captain of a transoceanic tanker, you could probably spend about 75% of your time at the hull or at the steering wheel like totally wasted cuz you're I mean you're on a giant ship. You're in the middle of the ocean. Right, but They've got computers steering it and doing all the navigation. But not back then. D- 20 years ago? I didn't think they totally. had. Totally. I mean, they had they had that, but obviously you can't be that that drunk or else uh, once you get to shore. Well, you got to sober up. I mean, of, of the 75% you percent that out, you're right, drunk, but, yeah. But, but how good are you at when you get that drunk at timing out when you're going to be sober again? I, if you're a professional... Well, he's yeah. clearly <laughs> not a professional. How much can you drink in Captain is what the question is. I'm going to find out. <laughs> I don't know. Denzel, I, I, Denzel made that movie about it. It's getting to the point where it's going to be as much as you want because the EPA is going to go away. <laughs> and, and all the cars will be robot drivers, and so we'll, it won't and, matter. And the only way we'll be able to have penguins is by sending them to Pluto. Yeah. That's what I was wondering about. How did all the penguins get on Pluto? 
And they, has has Pluto undergone like global warming and stuff too to make it actually habitable by I, birds and people? I can't remember, and I don't remember if it was a full explanation. But Leela, it might have just been like a half a line where she's like, "Ever since they blah blah blah, the penguins to Pluto or something." Like, yeah, anybody, they mentioned did they it. Say that? Yeah, they they gave an explanation. I don't I don't remember what it was. I just I I'm sure it was cute and concise. Probably. I mean, it's a really dense episode, so I did totally miss it. Yeah, no, it's, about others. Yeah, there's a few things you guys have uh, brought up that I'm like, oh, is that in this episode? Oh, that's right. I just watched it. Mm-hmm. But there's so much going on and it's so fast. But like, despite yeah. his sentence being only five hours, Bender's still like, fuck this, and sneaks out as soon as he can by putting on a tuxedo. <laughs> uh, and he gets away with it when uh, the robot cop and the human cop uh, are just embracing. Yeah. <laughs> they're just talking that's about- why the chief says no hugging. <laughs> are, are they- <laughs> and I love that he was uh, not cleaning the black parts off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how would you know, right? right? I also like that he was squeezing the oil out of them for himself. Like wringing it, like, yeah. yeah. it out. Are are they black with, with white feathers or, or white with black feathers? Baby, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why she says no hugging. That is <laughs> phenomenal. I love their relationship because it. I feel I, this might be the first one that hints at that and I don't even know what it's hinting at exactly but just like those two characters, and as the series goes on, like they, I, like they're just like sometimes yeah. they're just super buddies. Sometimes you're like, oh, uh, maybe it's going like in this other direction where they're they're together, and like it's I, I like those two characters. I I uh, actually no, they, Zoidberg was eating the eggs because they sent Fry and Zoidberg back inside the well, ship. Well, yeah, and this one, yeah, they're doing yeah. an unsatisf- unsatisfactory job and eating too many penguin eggs. And then Fry is just like, well, you ate most of them. So they were just having some kind of contest. But, like, you'd think that Zoidberg would just be after the birds, Leela too. Leela calls them Kong donkeys. Yes, because they're playing video games. But that was a great twist of the phrase, too. I Oh, that, that should get said more often. Kong donkeys. Kong donkeys. Try to make that a thing. We can try. You're Hashtag the, Kong Donkeys. You have the episode. biggest media platform. I, I'll, can you start I'll do calling, what I can. You, you've got like a, a Baba Booey character on the on the show, right? We can. Yeah, we got the pound cake. We can. There you I go. Can start calling him a Kong Donkey. It's he's black. Is that going to come across? <laughs> I was just going to yeah, say that. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> that that. Like the uh, pronunciation of that, those hard K's is yeah. just like, uh, it sounds racist. <laughs> I like that the uh, penguin mode is tasks are one, acquire food, then frolic. Because <laughs> penguins frolic. You full of fish? <laughs> not I entirely. The, I think the penguins are so cute in this episode. Yeah, me too. When they're when, not pecking well, apart people. When and and even the- then, you know. Still pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like that it was so overpopulated, but they uh there's about forty that got eaten by a killer whale. <laughs> yeah, that didn't <laughs> that really that like... It. like it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's uh well that's Yeah, I mean that again we we tie back to the, the environmentalist thing, but like the you know, that's part of it. Like animals eat other animals yeah, and there's a, predators and there is a food chain and we just interfere the fuck all it, over it. It's people. It's it's hard to to uh you know, like remain remain conscious of, uh, like, just not with with uh, environmentalism, but everything in general. Where like every time when you're watching, you know, when you're watching a nature show and you're like, it's the the, the meerkat one. And you're like, oh, the, you know, I love these meerkats; they're the best. You know, and you you're they're your uh, the, the, the their characters, and they transmit syphilis all over the place. No, well, and you're whatever, like, you can't. You know, 
if they and I don't know anything about meerkats, if they have to like steal eggs from like something to like eat to feed their, you're like, who cares, yeah. whatever. But if you're watching the show about like the snakes that they stole the eggs, they're from, you'd getting be like, what the fuck, man, attacked like, by the meerkats. And then the, a lion eats this thing, and you're like, well, yeah. But if the show is about the, li- I mean, and that's kind of life in general too. Is well, you like, know, every time is, somebody there's gets coyotes over, all over Lakewood now. Like there's there's increasing coyote attacks, and people uh-huh. are leaving their dogs in their backyards, and they're getting attacked by coyotes. Mm-hmm. It's like. You're you're picking your yeah, battles. I mean, like it, if you don't want your dog to get eaten, take them off like, the lead. You're like, dummy. oh, the coyotes are evil, you know. But I mean, if you're watching, like, well, they're a not. They're just getting coyotes, choked like, out well, of yeah, their natural just, habitat. You know. Yep. Next, it'll be bears, and Eric Kaplan will be the happiest man alive when we get bears strolling through our our neighborhoods here. Uh, not me. I'm going to start the uh, bear patrol. <laughs> we're here. We're queer. We don't want any more bears. <laughs> 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 Which is, I mean. That's that turns in on itself in a couple different ways, but again, like I guess you can't get away from the Simpsons references. They they are intertwined I mean, in their I DNA. I think in life yeah. you can't get away from Simpsons references. Yeah, the show's I, been on for thirty years. Like. I generally call back to Simpsons at least once a day. Yeah, Easily. if, if there if there's anything that even comes close, but even with it, you know, thirty years of references. I still only include like, like four the, through ten or whatever. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's like a at best eight year gap. Yeah, like twelve yeah. twelve From, seasons. Or yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so another one of Bender's seemingly endless, uh, functions is his immersion blender inside his mouth. You can, come on, you can let that one go. You can, come on. I still don't understand how sometimes he's got teeth that open and he's got a mouth and sometimes it's just like an LED screen that like moves around. Like, which is it? It's both. Like, can 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 an LED, can you not have a screen closed? Like, have you seen like... If, if, I, mean, I, I don't accept that answer. I need. What, what if you were at a game and the Jumbotron like opened up a section and a thing came out? Would you be like, oh my God, it's a witch? I mean, I'd believe it if Prince was still alive because that's the kind of shenanigans he'd try and pull off. But now, I don't think that What could if happen. it opened up and he came out? Then. Right now. Right now. Not a fake Prince. A real would you Prince? Be, would you be surprised if you found out Prince was still alive? I no, not at all. But there's already technology. That is like the rollable screen. Yeah. And there's like retractable, like that technology isn't completely insane. But miniaturized like that? I don't know. Well, that's just, it's, it's incredible. Like, look at the advancement there's been in, uh, like, store, like, a, like a memory card or like a thumb drive in the past, since this episode came out 17 years ago. Uh, used to you, you could bit, fit 256 megabytes onto a zip drive, right? And no, now you can a have, zip drive was a hundred. Oh yeah, there you go. So that's how long ago, and yeah. So the technology that is so magical to you could well, all yeah. Exist. That's the bit the the best way to put it. Yeah, it's a thousand years in the future. Yeah, I, he's, I, a, I he's a robot like, from a thousand years in the future. My reason. So yeah, and it's a fucking cartoon. I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, and like. And That's the jokes thing matter, where, and the jokes matter more than the technology. So if they need, okay, can Bender do this? Fuck yeah, he can now. But then it's also great that there's times when, like, uh, like when he's the Super King, he's got extendo arm, but he has to release it to, for it to retract. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like That's last amazing. week. Last week he turned into a train car all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, with, with the self stabilizing thing, even though he's on two wheels, like. It's like uh, in Johnny Mnemonic, the amount of memory that Keanu Reeves had stored in his brain was 512 kilobytes, and he was exceeding that, and it was going to kill him. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, that's 
That's ridiculous. It's like one Instagram post. Yeah. No, oh, like not even. Like yeah. that's less, that's, ah. I wish you could silly. live in my simple world where when you just describe Johnny Mnemonics, whatever, I have no idea. I mean, I know the movie, but I yeah. don't know what that means. I don't know how much Google bites are in a thing or whatever. And I'm just like, when, when Bender does a thing or if you were like, hey, did you know that? Um, Magic, got yeah, it. A- apples can turn. Yeah, exactly. So apparently Dark Matter works as, a, I didn't write down the the comparisons, but Dark Matter works as a uh, an aphrodisiac to... Penguin, penguin estrogen and penguin Viagra all wrapped and, up in one. And what's the third one? There's something else. It was a uh, penguin Spanish fly. Oh yeah, Spanish fly. So I thought I saw Scruffy in with the the once the protesters decide that now it's time to kill penguins. I thought Scruffy was one of them for a second. Like he might have been in the first group, but then it's like he pulled out. Would it, did I just miss? I didn't notice someone? that, but I mean maybe. There's like there was a similar looking guy later on, but I thought he was in the initial group, and just the the ability for Free Waterfall Senior to like just flip so quickly. It's really, I mean, really, that's the the way to survive is being able to adapt. What do you mean for for Free Water? Yeah, to just all of a sudden turn around and say, "What's well, well, not about surviving?" Is he's trying to do the actual job of protecting the environment, and yeah. that's you know. With like nature's uh, permafrost and, and or nature's and, uh, long johns. Uh, even though I don't, um, it, for somebody that uh, kills stuff all the time for the sake of, uh, sometimes it's for it's it's not not for that kind of over overpopulation like deer. Even though we do a deer service, we're not, we're not killing them or whatever. Uh, like every once in a while, somebody be like, "Oh, do you have a problem like killing all those bugs all the time?" Uh, it, you know, or, or rats or whatever. It's it, they're pests. No, you know, they're vermin. They're, so yeah, exactly. absolutely, they're not. not we're, we don't like destroy honeybees or whatever. You know, like not, not directly. <laughs> no, not or not indirectly. We don't. We don't spray flowers. We don't. Um, we killed ye- yellow jackets. They're not pollinators. They're, oh, they're just, yellow jackets are the fucking worst. And, and wasps. They don't. They don't do anything. For so are they. He uh, is Good. listed as Scruffy is listed in this episode. So as one of the. Very so all of a sudden be. he shows up as soon as the tide turns. As soon as you can kill something. Yeah. <laughs> so he was one of the guys that got all excited about yeah. it. I did like <laughs> how, how it, it, what the fuck? Uh, Leo's like, uh, you can't, uh, it, it can't be fun in any way, or, or if it's fun anyway, it's not environmental. What else and do then, you um, feel that is true about? I think that could be said about at, a lot of did, things. Mo- yeah, I, that, in a big way. Yeah. Like if it's fun, it's not environmentalism, or if, if, if it's it, fun, it's not healthy. Educational, yeah. healthy. If it's not yeah. Educational, it's not uh, uh, church. Religion, yeah, yeah, it could be, yeah, not, it's not, uh, uh, it's not good, you know, towards God or whatever. But I, I had it on, and I lost it. Oh. Respectful, I don't know, like Sanity. anything. Protest, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pro, not really a protest if you're having a good time. Going on, yeah, to, no, yeah, to pick up romantic partners or something, <laughs> right? But that's that's a different thing. That's like, uh, is it like a subversive, like you know? Uh, okay, I don't know. Well, that, okay, now that that's a different area where it's like. I don't know. No, maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. I just feel like maybe it depends on the protest. No, I mean it was it was a pretty. It, I guess it was no, a thought right. that got like, expressed well, a lot. I think Curtis Cook made a joke about that on Twitter that was pretty dead on. Do you remember just the, about like during the the women's protests that were happening back in January around the. Uh, I think he's like, hey, do you want to go down and you know support the feminists? And you know he like sometimes he'll tweet stuff where it's like a conversation and yeah. it's like the other guy's like, are there going to be girls there? Yeah, are they hot? You know that kind of thing. Yeah, um, but I like. There's definitely that thing, and I've seen that forever. 
Because when I, when I was at college the first time, it was like it was Ohio State in the '90s, and it was like Ground Zero women's studies sort of stuff, which. Like it, it was fine, whatever. I mean, I actually spent a lot of time taking gender uh, classes in sociology because it was really interesting, and that was a that was a while back. So it's certainly come a long way since then. And just uh, you know, getting those seeds planted. I can tell this is getting educational, because right? This is not as fun. <laughs> but like you, you know, you you'd have the people that were super ve- vehement about what they were protesting, and then just like the hangers on, are just like, yeah, I'm gonna get laid just hanging out around this stuff if I just show up enough, it'll all work out. And it, that sort of thing is another off-putting thing about the whole endeavor. Yeah, I think that's... And you're always going to have that. Like uh, we mentioned earlier, like there's the trailblazers that are moving the agenda forward, and then there's the people that just want to be a part of something that, yeah, they want that agenda to be moved forward, but they also use it as like a social gathering. Yeah, And then there's the people that are always there to be like, wait a second, are you here for this cause Think and then also the children. and then also picking up girls or also doing this or just enjoy, taking getting something just, else out of this yeah. you know use it for everything and i i like upskirt picks. I, I can mm-hmm. i can see it from all angles like there's part of me that or maybe it's just the like i just feel guilty in general most of the time for for enjoying anything but like that if i did do something like i'm gonna do this cause and then like uh went to this protest or went to like a a, a meeting for something and was like oh and I'm also here for this because, like, there's Does the there's going to be donuts or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, you know, did when uh, it's a nice day out, so I'm going to go down to the protest. When like, Fry and Zoidberg took off with the ship, they got, they got lost somehow. I thought, right. first, I thought you picked up sunglasses. Can no. <laughs> <laughs> really deal with it. <laughs> but did um, was the thing that caught them? It looked like a giant space clown squid. Or something oh, like yeah, there was something was going so out. I was quick. like, "What the fuck I almost is that missed thing?" That. Like, yeah. yeah, and it was just for a second. Like, clearly they got out because they made their way it back. Was it was the, just, just like, where Fry the being the captain and like you know failing miserably. Uh, wasn't I think that was a nod to Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. But it was it was like multicolored and well, it was a it was a space squid, yeah, or a space uh, octopus. It was a squid, a space octopus. It had like the the penis he had. It was a squid. Yeah. And then uh, Pete, just Pete knows his penis he had. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of pictures. Yeah. His I, name's Peter. Exactly. I, I'm well versed. Well versed for many years. Um, I was like when I'm on because I know this is they have to be more difficult episodes to edit. Oh, it's no. Tom's I, not going to. I, 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 I stopped listening, but then I heard edit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, like, he hasn't taken a note was, in seventeen minutes. I was standing minutes. still because it was my only chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the the dialogue between Bender and uh, the penguins, like that, for example, <laughs> that's, uh, that's pup and talk. talk or uh, <laughs> uh, when he um, when he comes back online and uh, they show that you know the kind of Terminator screen again. Yeah, it's a human mode, and it was uh, what was it uh, number one? Bend, <laughs> number two, cheese it. Yeah, like just let. And this is getting more into like this episode was a good example of for all the times that Tom and I are like, yeah, Bender. I don't know. He, I, I realized. Um, uh, uh, Bill, we've said a couple times, uh, or a bunch of times on the show that Tom and I aren't big Bender fans, and a lot of people, a lot of guests we have are, and I think in general a lot of Futurama fans are. And we've had um, a lot of hate mail. About yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had like threats of <laughs> bodily harm because we do not like Bender. And and I've uh, realized that, like, even though I did watch like maybe half of the show when it was airing, like originally. Uh, and then since then, you know, with cable and then later with DVDs and Netflix and stuff, 
I think of the whole show, not in like a chronological order, just like just this one thing, like Futurama, blah, and then all the episodes. And watching it in order and like picking it apart, I'm like, oh, he kind of started off as as this one note character, and that's kind of how I felt about him. And uh, he, I think, becomes a better character. And this is a good Bender episode. There's, I think that's how people think about the three this, of us you know? too. <laughs> <laughs> there's been there's been maybe some character development over the course of these last thirty. 37 episodes. Oh, I thought you meant in life. I thought you meant like our friends and loved ones. Uh, no, they like, all. You hate know us. that Horchie guy starting to grow on me. <laughs> Did it's... they all die? <laughs> <laughs> They're just pretending. They don't Sorry. want to talk to any of us anymore. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, so, like, the penguins then start attacking the protesters en masse. There's tons and tons and tons of them. But then they all slide into that, that killer whale's mouth. So, not only did the penguins get moved to Pluto, also, the orca whales. So I assume there was and more there of fish them. too. Like they, they, yeah. There's an ecosystem. There is an ecosystem there because there there had to be, and it has to be warm enough that water can be liquid, right? So, which I, I mean, didn't they, didn't they say that there may be liquid on Pluto? You know, they they did those flyby picks like a year ago, and and were surprised at how not barren it was. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, was I saw the pictures. I didn't I know that they people stopped caring about it because it's not a planet. Well, that's because you're sizest. That is, a, and you don't like dwarfs. That was a dwarf planet. Yeah, yes. they moved it back to dwarf it's planet. Planet. Um, but it, it underlines that's that. That's like saying a dwarf human isn't a human. Exactly. It's a dwarf planet. It's a. It's still got the word planet in it. Yeah, it's still bigger than your backyard for sure. Mm-hmm. Bigger than the moon. The moon's not even a uh, dwarf planet. It's just a stupid moon. There's planets that got moons even bigger than that moon that are still smaller than Pluto. People are always telling me I'm a heavenly body. it's uh, what people (laughs) the ones that he talks to in his head and the ghost of his dad in his house you don't know him it's it's um you know ultimately when all the penguins get eaten by the whale it's uh it's really the underlying thing with all of it like i i think we should protect the environment but we we aren't protecting the environment to save the planet we need to protect it to save us right because we'll all die and the planet's <laughs> like gonna be fender's fine. line at the uh beginning of the show where he's like he's like he was like oh the earth and he's like who cares we got we got plenty of them or something like that or whatever yeah. where like it's not it's like funny it's the be, only one it's not like, yeah, yeah where it's funny because you know that's the line now is like oh but like for them it's like well whatever there's, a, there's plenty yeah, of them. And I, I mean i think I mean, it probably got expressed most angrily and and famously. I think it was a George Carlin bit where he's like, people talking about saving the planet. He's like, the planet doesn't need saving. Like, we, the planet's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's just we're going to kill ourselves and everything else that's living on it, and it will regenerate and go. Like, the planet will be here until the sun explodes and, and, and engulfs everything in flames. Yeah, it's just a matter of the what life on it survives through all the, the bullshit. Right, and like... I'd, yeah, I'd, worst case scenario, there'll probably still be some bacteria or whatever. I'd, you know. I'd like it to last at least until like 2090 because by then my daughter will probably be done living. Oh, by then you'll have grandkids though, so you'll be. I won't. I won't that. be around. And uh, I mean, you'll be you're around, for, the around for your first grandkid. Like, <laughs> grandkids. like, look, maybe she doesn't want to have kids, and I'd support that. I didn't want to, and here we are. <laughs> Life is I, I came around, but it was not. It was. I'd hope so. It was a surprise originally. Life, uh, 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 yeah. uh finds a way. Let's yeah. just let's I, just let's just say that it's it's medically impossible for it to happen again. So we're, we're in good hands now. Life is hilariously cruel. It really is. Was that the line? I I don't know if yes. I wrote that. Oh yeah, life is hilariously cruel. That, that 
um, there was a good summation of kind of that whole, you know, what we were saying, like, it was that right after the whales ate the penguins or whatever, or yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's actually that moment when that happens, like the, the, you know, talking about overpopulation for and trying to control it, uh, you know, like everything that happens, like it just, you know, when they take off like, at the like end of the episode, is Leela the captain cool. again, or does that not yes. get resolved? She, I don't remember them flying away. No, I don't. They don't think they ever show it. Oh no, the the joke is that it's like, oh, bring my tob- uh, 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 my toboggan can come too or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Ca- uh, Fry is still technically yeah, yeah. captain, yeah. captain, but I guarantee once Leela got on the ship, she just took back over and Fry was okay. That with That was that. another good mislead, the toboggan. Yeah. <laughs> And then the end with the penguins picking up the rifles. Uh, a few episodes ago, there was something, I, I don't know if it was one of the Santa ones, where uh, they they did use Bender as a toboggan, or somebody did. He, and I it, thought that that's what was going to happen, but it was later. It was this one. Do you remember that? Was it a toboggan, or was it the train? Or a sled. Or No, no, it was a, it was a, it was a snow situation. Oh, they, in like, the Christmas rode. episode, there is one where like they're on an actual toboggan, and... Uh, they're sitting still before they're the explosion. Uh, and then the explosion, yeah. like, right, goes faster, faster. <laughs> they haven't moved yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's, I think that's what it was. I was like, oh, this is when where they're they going to ride on, on Fry yeah, or something. Well, they like were that. on Neptune. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been on Mars. They've been on Neptune. They've been on Mercury. They've been on Mercury. Mm. They've been on Pluto now. Do they hit all the planets in the solar system throughout the course of the series? No, because I don't think they end up going to. It's like Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn. Well, they know yeah. that uh, Fry. Fry took Michelle on a picnic on Saturn's rings. So it's really just Jupiter. You don't know that it's Saturn's rings. There was, and it was a deleted scene. Was it? It was a deleted scene, and it was just planetary rings. But we could say it's Jupiter. Or Jupiter doesn't have rings, though. I mean, Saturn. Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of science Wait, lessons Did today, you say right? Jupiter doesn't have rings? I don't think so. I think, no, it is that big I eye. it does. No, wait, is it Jupiter? What's the What's the other one? Is there's the two? Jupiter right? Saturn, and Neptune and the other Uranus one has a little, three. Oh, and one of them is like very eager mother. Just this is one of those not fun things we were nine. talking about before because now I'm starting to learn pizzas. He, not anymore because Pluto's not a planet; it's a dwarf planet. That's so a planet. You have to You have to go back, but you still. I mean, is that still involved in the thing? I just pause because yeah, we know what it is. As long as we still have to talk about it, it's still a planet to me. If you put the word mini in front of something like a uh, mini muffin, it's still a muffin. Micro machine. It's not like, oh, that's a that's a crouton now. No, it's still, you know, it's well, I wouldn't I don't think I would call a muffin a crouton unless it was horribly or, I stale. I don't know, a crumb, no, no, whatever. No, cake no, bite. No. I might call it a cake bite. No, but you the like an M&M and the mini M&Ms are still M&Ms, they're just smaller. Earth would technically be a dwarf planet in comparison to the size of Jupiter. It, that is true, but we are in an Earth-centric solar system. Right. So, <laughs> I said that if Pluto is a planet and it's a dwarf planet, it still has the word planet in it. Just like we talked about 10 minutes ago, and nothing's changed. I don't remember. I'm going to call the scientist we have on retainer real quick and find out about this. <laughs> get, get John Kelman on the phone. <laughs> Please. He'll tell us something. Not, not to get all... Uh, but only if I'm right. All, <laughs> Not not to get all uh, eighth grade stoner, but like if we weren't here, they would just be there anyways. Nobody would call them anything. Well, and it wouldn't matter. What about the the uh, people that certainly live on those exoplanets that they just found? 
What about the people that live inside the hollow moon? Or, the moon <laughs> or isn't hiding hollow. underneath the flat earth. The moon isn't hollow and the earth isn't flat. The earth is hollow though, right, Tom? Yes. And the moon <laughs> is the same size as if something the sun, is full and they're of, both made of spare ribs. If something is full of liver, <laughs> lizard people, is it still hollow? I mean, it's full of, you know. Well, fig- figuratively, all of Congress is hollow in that they don't have souls, but that's because they're lizard people. It's beautiful inside the hollow earth. It's like earth without any people on it, except for the people who live inside the hollow earth. Except the penguins. They lay six eggs every 15 minutes. Is that, a real, are, is that a real fact? No, that's what happened when, when they get oh, dark, when they got matter, the dark matter. matter on it. And even the males are laying eggs. That's interesting. <laughs> this, this man is, is over-gassed. <laughs> that was a very, I don't know why, but it, uh, that was a very Simpson-y joke. I don't, I don't know why I thought that. I don't have a, a reason for that, but like just that, that, uh, that line, just like, this man is, I don't know. Yes, it was. Overall, it, it was. I a, mean, I guess, you know, it, a lot of, you could say that about a lot of, Lines on Futurama, but for some reason it just that one in particular. Yeah, I, overall I liked it. It was a really good episode, and and like uh, social media outrage fatigue, my outrage at Bender having a magical chest cavity is lessening over time. Oh, no. I mean, I, 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 like I've also been really tired, so it's hard to get so worked up when we start out. But but I think this went well. After Tom cuts out all those side discussion, the uh, side I think it should just be the side discussions. <laughs> those those will be in the outtakes. We have plans for those. Okay, great. I, yeah. uh, I also we're going like to have the, you sign a release tonight. <laughs> the uh, uh, when, when the free free uh, waterfall uh, asked to uh, make sure they use every part of my body. Yeah. That was a good. Um, and his father was in there also at the end. His father. What do you mean? Free waterfall the first. Was in that this episode? Yes, just real quick. He said something to him. I don't even remember. You where, mean the, like but... the lawyer? Is that who's no, his he's the lawyer? Well, is he the lawyer? Is he the one that fought in all the wars and lost all the stuff? Yeah, lost his body parts. Is that who you're the talking about? Because I missed no, it. I didn't see his father. Episode, no, it, they don't. Uh, I can, also can't remember if that's like that character's bring, name. The the lawyer broke guy. the infosphere, Tom. The the give me uh, give me a satanist uh, funeral uh, lawyer. See but at uh, that, and I also and like the uh, when when the penguins when Bender takes his tuxedo off and uh, they you know start rushing at him and Bender's like it's me your lovable dictator like <laughs> it is the lawyer guy old man he's waterfall. in it really okay. yeah. old man uh, waterfall okay lovely and then it ends with uh, the I, I don't know about you guys but I thought it was uh, really cute when the penguins had the uh, the guns, guns. Like, yeah it's like Planet of the Apes but mm-hmm. with penguins. Yeah. Fantastic. Their, eyes, their eyes it was just like <laughs> they just, looked evil and that's one of those you can only do that with animation there's stuff on uh like the, the dog with shifty eyes yeah where it's like that doesn't work or like um uh the guy that the, the kid that looks like bart that skateboards past the uh oh, yeah <laughs> it's just like past the animation yeah, studio <laughs> like lester no when he's like lester no it's uh, yeah because there's the two with the, the one when uh oh and we that's, had nothing to do with that and bart they and lisa try to save uh Save itchy and scratchy. Yeah, the yeah. animation studio. Oh, was that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you. I, I I thought you. Okay, yeah. Well, thanks for being our first three peak guest, Bill. Thanks for having me. Well, I I enjoyed it quite a bit, as I always do. We get into some weird places when you're on, and that's always fun. When uh, when does this one air? Do you think? Uh, I think we're about three weeks out right now. I don't um, know if the. I'll just tell people go to billsquire.com and buy my shirt. I have a new shirt that's uh Reference to a bit that I'm doing my act right now. Uh, An homage to Notorious B.I.G.? Yes. So it says, uh, 
if you don't know, now you know, fella, because basically the joke is white people want to use the N-word to sing songs right. that they like, but they can't. So <laughs> you got to kind of change it up. Change so, it up a little bit. So it's me wearing like the biggie crown, trying to recreate that famous picture of his. And then at the bottom it says, if you don't know, now you know, fella. And I mean, so there's... What kind of shirts are they? Like, like ring spun gildan they're they're nice shirts they're nice soft yeah, yeah very soft they're, that's very oh, important I, to me when i buy shirts well no I, like i actually agree with that because i just got a shirt for my daughter's rugby team and it's like a shitty hanes shirt like the tagless like and it's just it's garbage and i'm really upset about it because like i wouldn't mind wearing that shirt around but it, it's so uncomfortable that i'm not they don't fit right to, and then yeah. they can shrink and yeah. like wrong and yeah yeah. So that got because I went through. Uh, Shave okay, your nipples. Okay, pants. Uh, mm-hmm. Designed it, and he makes T-shirts for a living. So yeah, I was like, "What shirt do you use?" And he said that, and so yeah, it's a good quality T-shirt. Yeah, I'm always like, especially like we have a lot of friends in bands and stuff, and and you guys still are, or whatever. Like, uh, when when you spend ten dollars on your friend's band shirt, and you're like, "Oh, you." You spent three dollars to make this, and it sucks. Like, right? It, you yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that because I want it to be a shirt that people want to wear yeah twenty dollars or you know around there is for a good quality shirt is yeah i'm, I'm not and that's what i'm trying to 20 bucks and 20 bucks I, yeah, don't, I don't know if this is accurate the spreadsheet says this will come out on uh the uh the fifth of, of that sounds that sounds yeah. accurate that's and correct. so i mean but you have all of your dates up on billsquire.com no but that week i'll be uh, april 5th that week i'm at hilarities oh so, awesome so if you want to come see me at hilarities i'll be there with chris Fan- frangiola and uh mike kaplan is on sunday so oh cool funny and then the following week is the alan cox show comedy tour but that's all pretty much sold out it will be by then and that so, that's a ton of great yeah uh, lo- well it's all like regional it's people, all local but, guys like um, uh, this year it's adam richard mike head uh wanda mayfield me Alan and Ramon's coming home. Yeah, it'll it'll be good. So if uh, it's probably too late to buy tickets now, but but watch for clips coming out. Um, you also do Hilario at Barrio. Hilario Barrio every Monday in Lakewood. I mean, then uh, it's not Hilario at Barrio. That's how I say it. It's, it's Hilario. Okay. okay. Yeah, Hilario at Barrio, and then uh, Comedy Cabin at the East End Tavern every Thursday. Perfect. Uh, those are in Lakewood, Ohio. So if you're traveling through Cleveland, that's that's where you should go on Monday and Thursday nights. Yep. Uh, we can be reached at slurmcastpod at gmail.com, at slurmcastpod on Twitter, at slurmcastpod on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, at slurmcastpod. Slurmcast.com has all of our podcasts and other information internet.com that's how you find it or you can just call us or text us at 216-438-1077 we've been having some traffic on there I interrupted you in the middle of something yeah, with was, no regard for whatever you were saying. Right. So I just wanted to. I would like to see scratch and stiff websites. Some websites I'd very much not like to see scratch and stiff on. Most of those are German. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Please rate and review us in iTunes. Uh, reach out. We love hearing from you and have a great week. Bye. Bye.